Welcome to Highly Sensitive, Happily Married, the podcast that teaches you to not only have an easier marriage as a sensitive woman, but to have one that feels more amazing by the day, where you'll hear relatable stories, love advice that works, and coaching on how to have a marriage where feeling upset and disconnected is a thing of the past, and where instead, a sense of loving connection and even fun and lightness is the norm. I'm Hannah Brooks, highly sensitive person, love expert, and marriage coach, and I'm so happy to be on this journey with you. Hello, my sensitive friends. Today is going to be a fun episode. I'm really excited to share with you today's topic. But first, I want to remind you or encourage you to subscribe if you have not yet already so great to just get these notifications that this podcast that you love is a new episode is dropped and is live and ready for you to listen. That's what happens when you subscribe. All right. So building a better relationship, making your marriage so much better. It does does not have to be about making giant changes. Like you don't have to come in here and change everything about your marriage for it to be a lot better. It can really be about tiny micro changes, specifically tiny micro moments in which you show up a little differently, in which you pay a different kind of attention than normal. And these micro moments, you can string them together really in an ongoing way every day into the future for like such a bet such a better marriage. (laughs) And this is truly like one of the prime ways I make my own marriage amazing. I make it better and better every day. Now, you can use what I call micro moments in a couple different ways. You can use them to shift out of those more stressful, like irritated, angry, hurt, painful moments that most of us encounter in our marriages sometimes and into a more calm and like open, peaceful state, right? Or you can use them to move yourself into more loving, like love and connection and pleasure and joy, right? Micro moments work in both of these ways and really they are key to having an ever-improving relationship. So today we are going to have really a micro episode on micro moments of love. And next week we're going to do an interview with a special guest where we talk about micro moments that that kind of intervene in those harder aspects and move us back towards connection and peace with ourselves and our partner. So here is the thing about human relationships and human life, right? We never reach some steady state of love, joy, connection with the people in our lives, right? With our partner in particular, right? Somebody's going to mess up here and there. You will, he will, right? Your partner's going to ruin things at moments. You're going to argue. Your partner will get grumpy or you'll, 
you'll be grumpy. (laughs) You'll both be stressed out. You'll say a hurtful thing. He'll say a hurtful thing, right? There'll be moments when you have nothing to say and you'll feel those, those doldrums, right? Or you'll disagree. Um, or you'll be like, there'll be tension. You'll be sad. He won't know how to comfort you, right? All the things will happen in your relationship. All the emotions will come out to play, (laughs) right it's not this steady fairy tale of love and connection right but we can access that love that connection that like yummy authenticity that sweetness that we want regularly anyway in these micro moments right in this moment and in this moment And in this moment over here. So if all you take away from this podcast today, this episode, is intentionally mine the tiniest moments for love and connection. Like a gold miner mines for gold. When you intentionally look for it, you'll find it. In the most mundane moments, in the simplest, regularly available moments, right? Like in the companionable moment of silence when you're both eating your breakfast together, drinking your coffee, right? Or in that little glance where you catch each other's eye and laughing over something that just happened or something you read. Or in a moment where you touch like where he puts his hand on yours or you put your hand on his or you can proactively go do that (laughs) if that's not happening regularly right or where you give each other a hug or you know find find the those micro moments and sink into it in those little moments where you're where, where you're saying thank you for an errand he ran for you or he's saying thank you to you for something you've done for me this week, some of the ways I've sunk into these moments, I've used these micro moments of love to help me feel even more love in my marriage is by looking at a photo of my husband and I and just taking a little bit of a longer moment than normal uh, to s- seeing us in our, our wedding photo, right? Seeing that happiness and feeling that again by tousling his head when he was sitting down yesterday and just letting myself like like not just empty in an empty way tousling his hair right but just like like feeling the love while I tousle his hair <laughs> that's a micro moment of love letting myself enjoy his goodnight kiss for just a few moments last night wrapping my arms around his waist when he got home from work yesterday and hugging him for a few moments sitting together watching a show last night that kind of made us giggle just being there together micro moments of love they're all around us they're so available all the time right and if we string these little moments together they really do add up to years of connection and love and appreciation and laughter So I like to say that falling in love is easy, right? Falling in love was probably not very hard. But staying in love isn't easy. It isn't effortless. 
it requires intention, but it be, but it can become more effortless over time. And that is by growing ourselves into um, humans, people who, or like, in other words, growing our mind, body, heart system and our brain, right? Into one that knows how to stay in love. And, and we do that in the same way that we develop a muscle by exercising our brain and our heart, our mind, body, heart system in very specific ways. And one of these ways is by sinking into these micro moments of love. So really, this is not just a woo sort of spiritual thing, although, you know, attuning yourself to these little moments is a spiritual thing for sure. It's actually something, it's actually science and it actually changes your biology, your biochemistry and your brain, these little moments of love. When you proactively go seek them out. I want to share with you kind of a fun thing about how this works. So like our, we, can, we actually alter our biochemistry and actually change how we feel because of that by where we put our attention. When we invite our mouth <laughs> into a little smile, like you put your attention in your mouth and you bring it, give it a little smile, it actually releases certain like uh, biochemistry, chemicals, hormones, neuropeptides in our body, mind, and our brain that creates the feeling of more happiness and joy. They've actually done studies where they like people who do who get have bot get Botox done in their smile lines. They actually have like these little uh, bursts of I don't know if it's serotonin or oxytocin. I can't remember which specific um, neuropeptide it is, but it brings. Uh, you know, a sense of more ease and joy. So the more you build in these little moments and you have these little smiles and you feel these these feelings, it doesn't always have to be about smiling, <laughs> but the more you build in these little micro moments where you do let yourself access that connection or that love or whatever the good feeling is, you actually change yourself to become someone who has more of the biology of happiness and love built into your system, like on the physiological level. Now I want to share with you a little bit about neuroplasticity if you don't know what that is. I may have talked about it before on the podcast, but neuroplasticity is fascinating. It's how the brain changes. It means our, our brains are very moldable and, and you know adaptable and changeable and developable the way a muscle is. You may have heard the saying, whatever we practice grows stronger. Beautiful saying, so true. Right? And neuroplasticity is sort of the science behind why that is true. It is, it is about how the brain allows for that to be the case. So I like to describe neuroplasticity as like by using the metaphor of a sledding pathway, a sledding, sledding in the snow, right, to show how this works. So if you've ever been in snow and you've gone on a sled before, you, if it's like a fresh snowfall and you get in that sled, 
and you try to sled down the hill and say there's like eight to 12 inches of snow, it's actually kind of, depending on the quality of snow, it can be kind of hard to sled down that first time. The snow kind of prevents you from going fast, right? But then if you walk up the hill again and you go back down again, it's a little easier when you go down that same trail. You go down it again and again, it gets really easy. It goes super fast, it's super fun, right? And with way less effort, I like to think of it as like it, the first time it's like this little little pathway. The more you go over, it becomes like a super highway and it's going to be the quickest way down that hill as compared to all the other routes that other people might have started building, right? So bringing it back to the brain, it's the same thing. The more we practice something, the quicker and faster that route is in our brain So our brain will choose to go that route before all the other ones. Meaning that the more you practice something, the more you do something, the more it becomes a habit of mind. It becomes natural for you. It becomes your go-to. It becomes who you are. Like it's literally wired into your brain, into your body mind. So the more you practice sinking into these micro moments, the easier it is to access naturally love and appreciation and fondness and joy, right? We develop this capacity by attending to these micro moments of goodness in our lives and in our interactions with our partner. Really, you become someone with a mind-body-heart system that easily accesses and experiences connection and enjoyment, right? Someone who naturally brings understanding and love into the present and the future, of your marriage and really wherever you go. So your marriage does not have to be a perfect, endless experience of positivity to be amazing. Thank goodness, right? Because it's not going to be guaranteed being human and all. Instead of aiming for that, I invite you to really just start leaning into these little moments, these micro moments, and let them build upon each other, right? Let yourself rest into them regularly over and over until you really trust in your bones that you and your honey have this good thing, right? That you have all these great moments together, that these these tiny moments of goodness and love can bolster you through the hard times and that you can always come back to them and that they're always going to arise again and again every day, at least every week, multiple, multiple times. No matter what hard things happen in your lives together, keep turning towards these micro moments until you really never doubt that they're always going to be here, accessible for you to turn towards and sink into. Here's the thing. Love is something that's generated right here inside of you. It's not made out there in your husband. It's not something you can just, that can just like land in you. It's generated here inside you by you. And it is up to you, if you want to experience that love in your marriage, to grow it inside of you and your marriage, right? And the amazing thing is it's really just one shift of your attention away, right? We grow it by paying attention to what's here to love in the moment, And by sinking into those moments of connection and joy and kindness and compassion that do arise in our lives, in our relationship. And you grow it, you can nurture this and develop it really by only taking up moments here and there during your day. 
And here's the thing. It doesn't have to be only moments with your partner, right? If that's too inaccessible right now, if things are too hard for you in your marriage, I invite you to start small. Start with something simple like appreciating and loving, like sinking into the micro moments of loving, like the taste of your food, for example. Or I just did this by spending a few minutes out in my garden, sinking into the beauty of looking at my flowers or tasting the mint that's growing in my garden interspersing your day with such little tiny moments or you're mining for gold right it's it actually really will take your biochemistry back into this more calm and connected place it will actually um get you more into this space of the what i what's called the common connect part of our nervous system right and create that biochemistry that in your body that allows you to actually be more present and be more, um, have more access to the loving and connected and positive moments uh, that might show up in your marriage. It puts you into that place where you can actually see those and notice that they're actually there. So any micro moment of pausing to connect to what's kind of positive and yummy and good is, is going to be hugely beneficial. You can even take this moment right now to just think about a moment you had recently with your honey or call up a memory of something good that happened between you years ago. That's a micro moment of love that you're building into your system. You're growing the roots of love like literally in, inside of your biochemistry in your brain when you call on this memory in this moment. So this podcast episode is a simple invitation to steadily and intentionally build in more of these micro moments of love into every day. Either call them up in your mind or look for them in your everyday or create them. Go create them proactively with your partner, with your hubby. Grab his hand, give him a hug, appreciate him for something he did, right? This, these are ways of actually going to create these moments, right? And then once they're there, I want you to sink into that moment. Let yourself just be present with it, feeling what it feels like in your body. As you do this, you'll be able to access them more easily. They'll be read more readily available to you, these moments, right? You'll start to notice them and sink into them more easily, You'll become a master at experiencing these micro moments of love and connection. Right? And they'll become the foundation your marriage is built on. So beautiful to have that. And then you'll be able to reap the rewards of really ever better days together. An ever better marriage. So go out there and play with this and enjoy it. And soak up the love and connection that is to be found in these little tiny moments. Now, before I say goodbye today, I want to acknowledge for sure, sometimes soaking up these little moments of love doesn't add up to being enough to feel really good in your marriage, to feeling like you have an amazing marriage. Sometimes it's even hard to find those little moments of love. Things are really hard for you in your marriage. And I want to share with you one of the reasons why, one of the biggest reasons for that which is that there are barriers in you to loving and feeling loved. Now, nothing's wrong with you <laughs> if this is the case. We all have barriers 
to loving and feeling loved. And for some of us, they are stronger and more plentiful, right? These barriers to the degree that they might keep us from feeling like there's any micro moments of love, right? And certainly from applying or using some of these tools that I've been teaching you hear on this podcast or approaches that seem to work to improve relationships for other people. So if you suspect that you might have some of these barriers and they're kind of keeping you from having the love that you want in your marriage, you can still have a really great marriage. I promise. I promise. It's just time to melt these barriers, to do the work, to remove them. Now, I want to share one of the most sneaky barriers is believing that it's your husband who has the work to do to change, that it's only him, right? That he's the cause of all the issues in your marriage. That's going to be a major barrier that's going to keep you from having the love that you want in your marriage. Promise, right? So that's a barrier we can melt to. And you might be wondering how. (laughs) And to me, of course, this is simple. This is what I do all day. But it is a process that takes a bit of focus and takes some time and takes some intentionality, right? And of course, it happens most easily and quickly with help. So if you'd like that help, absolutely consider coming to coach with me. We will melt those barriers and get you to always know how to feel love and connection and comfort and security and sink into these micro moments regularly, day in and day out for the rest of your life with your man. You absolutely deserve to have the love you want in your marriage. And I'm here to help you get that. To learn about getting started and exactly where your work is to get there, fill out the application form and schedule your consult call by going to the link in the show notes or emailing me directly at hannah at lifeisworthloving.com. Be oh so well.